Welcome to So You Think Your Car Is Fast, where we dive into the world of high-end, fast cars and explore what it truly means to have a fast car. From the latest in supercar technology to the mechanics that make these machines go, we'll separate fact from fiction and uncover the misconceptions about speed and power that exist in the minds of the general public. Join us as we put the pedal to the metal and discover what it takes to have a car that truly lives up to the title of fast. I was walking. One of the reasons it took me just a second to get in here is I was walking to my office after texting you a minute ago saying, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll come on now. That would be good. UPS truck in Ooh. front of my house. Oh, and I yeah. said, oh, well, that could be something. Right. <laughs> and then as I got to the door, the UPS man arrived. I don't even know if I can get this up here right now. Oh, I hear I hear clanking of aluminum. Oh, pinball parts. <laughs> I have quite either one of two things in this box. GT3 cup cam housings or used pinball parts. Well, how about bricks? Have you thought about I, maybe it's I, bricks? I blew it used pinball machine parts. Oh, yeah. They might be new, which I gave to the Libyans. For those, <laughs> the Libyans, <laughs> the Libyans, Marty. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on the drama. So well, I haven't even opened. I haven't even yet. opened it yet. It's not over yet. Yeah. Can you do an unboxing for us? Oh <laughs> yeah, there you go. Dan's <laughs> unboxing. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, we'll have to figure out how to do that because I'm not wearing pants, but. <laughs> Okay, so update for Kansas is Dan for sure is not going to bring his car. Yeah. Taylor for sure is going to bring his car. I'm in. Todd. <laughs> Engine is, is being dressed at the moment, and it is Wednesday before shift sector. And when you say dressed, uh, let's let's. I mean, we've been talking about it getting dressed since like Sunday. That's like my daughter getting ready to go somewhere. Well, I need pants, right? So I need to get dressed. But it's what, it's what, less dressed than Dan is right now. What what Todd's talking about is taking it from a bare long block to use the parlance of our times, and putting the power steering, the alternator, the oil tanks, uh, you know, fuel rails. All the stuff that goes on it before it actually just goes in the engine bay. That is correct. Yeah, so um, I'm hoping that it's going to be fired up today or tomorrow. So well, I saw the picture of it last night, and it was in bare <laughs> form. I think that um, that's just Mark's way of, of messing with me. I think... That was an old picture, at least eight hours old. So I'm sure he worked on it yesterday because I know he's not working on it tomorrow. So yes, he has huh. a personal thing to attend for. Yeah. Something. So uh, Steve will Steve will get a hold of it, put it in, fire it up. So while... Steve's going to install it, but Mark is is dressing it. I would imagine that uh, if Mark doesn't get it installed today, Steve's going to have to do it. Yeah. So. Uh, does that mean that Steve is going to 
check fuel rail tightness. <laughs> you know, Steve, he doesn't leave any bolt unturned. That's true. You know, so, well, my goal, my plan is, is if he, if they get it done in a reasonable amount of time, heck, if they got it done today, I'd bring it up to Wayne tomorrow. But if I don't get it till tomorrow, then, you know, we're going to take it right to the event with, you know, just being broken in on the dyno and a couple pulls, and then we'll just have to tweak it at the event. You so. know, I feel a lot better about this knowing that it's not my car. Oh, talk. and also that is how it goes. <clears throat> also, it's not, I'm not going to have the big, uh, the big, the new turbos on it. We're going with the old turbos. They just didn't have enough time to uh, fit the new turbos. So I'm going back to shift sector with the same power I did last year. So, and, well, maybe a little bit extra. Yeah, maybe if we can spin them a little higher, but new engine, but same turbos. New cams. I uh, think so. New head profile. New liners. Mm -hmm. So chances are it might be a little better. Yeah. And and uh, we're not too worried about uh, pushing the turbos very hard. Right. This will be the last event with those turbos. So they're going to get abused. Are you going to try to get the high score? 177. <laughs> 177 is too high. Yeah. 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 That's probably. I don't even think Steve's going to be. Well, no, we won't know because these turbos don't have sensors. So we won't even know. We'll we'll know when they were not, you know, if we turn them up and they don't make any more power, then we're we've hit the limit. So, so do we have any predictions on uh, what, how it'll go? And, uh, you know, somebody wiser than I once said, good words bring a good day. All right. So, so let's say, let's say they are, you know, let's say the motor's great. Let's say the turbos are working great. Everything's potentially perfect. You know, there's 210, 212, 215 in it. Yeah, I think so. You know, how about, how about you, Taylor? Good words bring a good day. Man, you know, I'm I'm pretty it it's running pretty good. I drove it quite a bit this weekend. Like I'm I mean, I went through a little over half a tank of gas driving around and uh it th there were there were a couple cars. I drove it in Mexico, obviously. Uh but there there were <laughs> a couple cars that <clears throat> got to see a little little flex. Ooh. So, so you were saying that you simulated all of your performance driving with ai well, yeah, but, right exactly yeah but i i mean it's just map two just just map two i don't i don't recall what does it make on map two like 11 i don't know we, i mean we've changed the maps so many flipping times I, I don't know i don't know but um transmissions working pretty stinking well i mean i think we're like 90 percent of the way there 95 percent i i mean it <laughs> Straight line, I think it's going to do great. Uh, still, still a weird drivability thing in sport mode. It, it's like when you're when you're decelerating, you know how your a PDK will rev match itself, and it's mm -hmm. it's pretty aggressive in sport mode. Yeah, but it's like this weird thing that happens where it goes from second and it downshifts into first. And then I have to apply a little bit of throttle. Like if I'm coming off a maiden road, pull into a parking lot, and then just have to give it just enough throttle to get across the parking lot, that's when it'll error out and it'll lock me in second gear. But it, I mean, I'm already in the parking lot, so it's fine. It's it's manageable. But uh, I sent some logs over to Wayne, so we're going to see if we can 
clear that up at some point. But straight line, wide open throttle, feels good. There's awesome. some kind of messaging going on between the TCU and the... And yeah, the you know, it might not. also be with how he has it. There's there's a weird rev limit in that first gear somewhere. I, I'm I'm not I'm not sure. The thing is, is when Wayne had it, he couldn't get it to do it except for one time. So it was hard to fix. And mm-hmm. I've I've spent enough time with it now where I can duplicate it. So well, now you know how to get now, it done. Yeah. Yeah. Now we yeah. can figure out what what it's doing. But other than that, I mean, uh, I haven't launched it, but I did punch it from a stop, and it it feels good. It feels real good. I have first gear this time. Oh, that's well, great. You know, Friday evening or Saturday morning, grab Wayne and, uh, you know, see if you can do the needful about that because it would be good to get it resolved while you, while he's there. Yeah, I mean, may, maybe. Like, it's, you know, if I – if he, I know he's busy getting a lot of cars tuned, but he does have I, – I was able to get it on a couple logs, so, so we'll see. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, the, the cars – it it feels good. It feels real good. <clears throat> Had to clean out my intercooler tank already from some little bit of algae buildup. Man, that stuff grows fast. I'm worried about that actually because I mentioned to Steve if he could put something in in my stuff, but I don't know that it's happened. So I'm yeah. like, I'm afraid of what might be in my intercooler tank. Right you know, now. I told you guys I I spent I did that several times <laughs> this weekend. I I wash it out. I use all kinds of stuff. I put a little bit of a uh, little bit of pool algae remover. Mm-hmm. And and I drove around a couple times with that in there and let that cycle. Then I just did a water flush. Then I did some with coolant. And I mean, I looked at it. I think I looked at it this morning. It's it's pretty stinking clear. So oh. I, I think I think I got most of it out. I mean, I let it run for. I I put my my garden hose in the reservoir, opened up the drain, and made the hose run as fast as it was draining out, and let it run for like thirty five minutes. So wow. it flushed it out really well. But I was thinking what I should do is take a video on my phone of this box down here and cut it open and see what's inside. Oh, oh yeah, that's probably a good idea. That's that's a pretty good catch line for the YouTube video, right? Like Dan's... What's in the box? Yeah. Did Dan get scammed? Yeah. Let's, let's see what's in the box. Yeah. Yeah. All joking aside, I really am pulling for you because that's a pain to deal with. Yeah, you know, the guy has the car, so one would think that he also has the cam housings to sell. Well, the box? The box has definitely been um, UPS'd, if you will. Yeah, they, I, man. I mean, do you feel like the weight of the box is appropriate? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And I have good news. I see what looks like the end of a cam housing. Okay. Ooh. For a Toyota Tercel? <laughs> Toyota Tercels. Wow. <laughs> you crack yourself up. What do we have? Well. Oh, that's... It's positive. That's positive thinking. Right this is there. positive. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Does it look like it's in okay. one piece? Yeah, it doesn't have the lid. It does have the lid. It's just <laughs> the lighting. Okay, that's. I was like, oh my god, we gotta go. I was like, I don't, I don't know what to say. You gotta buy a lid now. Yeah. So, um, well, here's one of them. Okay. All right, man. I'm, I'm super glad. I, I sent, I sent a message to Todd quite some time ago that goes, I don't have the heart to tell him, but this is sounding scamish. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it, it did, and um, 
Yeah, he did a lot of things that one that old that whole. Oh yeah, I got a check. Oh yeah, I think it went out yesterday. And then here's a tracking number that's not right. Yeah. Uh, well, so, he sent me a tracking number, but you know you can only see so much from a tracking number, right? You yeah. can see that it's um you know where it's going, right? And it said right. Frisco, Texas, which is where I live. And uh, so I said, hmm. And then he put a tracking number into PayPal. But I had gone and looked at that tracking number and I knew that it hadn't actually been delivered to UPS yet. But I didn't I wasn't going to like message me like, hey, man, you sent me a tracking number, but you didn't uh, actually take it in. What gives? Right. Like, that's just not constructive, really. He knows. Yeah. Uh, telling him that I know doesn't really change anything. And then um, then he but that tracking number that he put into PayPal to get the money released wasn't even the same tracking number that he sent me. It was one for a package that was going to Miami. Wow. So I get a notification from PayPal saying your package has been delivered and I get all excited and I look at it and I said, no, that that's not it. That went to Miami. That's when I was like, man, but I knew that the guy was, I mean, lit, was a dude, was a real guy. I knew he was a real guy. I knew he had cup cars. And he's actually selling a cup car chassis without engine and transmission right now because mm-hmm. the engine died. So, I mean, everything he told me added up. It was just everything that he did made me nervous. And then to add to it, when I talked to him about it yesterday, he said, yeah, you'll have the heads on Wednesday, no problem. And I said, and I'm thinking to myself, you mean cam housings? But I've had such touchy conversation with him. I didn't even bring it up. I was like, the box is already sent. He showed me a picture of it at UPS. UPS had updated the tracking number saying that they had it. So I'm like, well, I'm going to get whatever he sent me. I just didn't know if it was going to be cam housings, heads, or a box of used pinball machine parts. Well, here's the question. You know, John Bray is in Dallas right now. Are you just going to give them to him to take on on the plane? That would be a dick move, wouldn't it? <laughs> Here, John, take these back with you to Arizona. I'm going to show them to him for sure. I'm I mean, you're bring flying them. Southwest. So you, can, you don't even need to pay for a check. Yeah, package. it's free bags. No big deal. Yep, and uh, here's the second one. Is he really going to be in shift nice. sector with us? Yeah. Okay. Nice, Dan. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I'm happy too. That's uh, that's That was like a major thorn in the side of Dan's motor progression. Do I look happy now? Kind of. Uh, all right. So I would say this is overall pretty positive. Yeah. I don't know day. if the listeners will appreciate how much positive news we've delivered in this podcast, but this is, this has been a lot, a lot yeah, of good it's been, stuff. It's been a, it's been a long road. Now we just need to get my engine fired up. That's all there is to it. Then we'll be good. And keep yep. the camshaft seals in it. Yeah. That's, Oh, well that's something we could, we could show on these. Um, so these camshaft housings are, as we mentioned, from a cup car, not from a street car. Uh-huh. And they're 991 cup car housings. And it might, you know, I'll just cut a little bit of this plastic. 991 cup cars are Metzgers, obviously. They are. They are Metzgers. Yeah. When did they go to a 9A1 or did they? Uh, not until 991.2 cup, which I think is like 2016 or 2017. Oh, okay. I don't remember off the top of my head. So any uh, you know car is going to have that sensor plug right there, and uh, that's for the cam position sensor. Hmm. But these, and I'm not really sure, you know, what the 
genesis of this is. But these actually have provisions for that same sensor on both sides, which a normal one would not have. Oh, I see it. Yeah. And so what Porsche Motorsport, so you, you could you could run variable cam timing on both the intake and the exhaust cam if you had the right cams and you put the, ex, the extra parts on this, which it, it can take. But what Porsche Motorsport did was they set up this port, got a little kit you can get for a uh, crankcase pressure sensor or a Todd sensor. <laughs> uh, right there. So you can, yeah. So I'm going to put those, I'm going to get that Porsche Motorsport pressure sensor kit and stick that on there so I can, I can read crankcase pressure sensor. Jared referred to it as a time for a new engine sensor. Yikes. Yeah. Once it, once it goes off, it's too late. Which if you think about it could also be TNS because time for new, new. engine sensor. TNS sensor. All right. So um, I was telling Taylor earlier that, um, if by some chance it's fired up and it's done today, which it won't be, it's three o'clock. I was going to go up tomorrow, but like sometime during the day. So Wayne could put it on the dyno, but I don't think I'll be able to do that. So I think it, I do want to know that yet. We don't know that yet. Dude. Hey, you get it. You get it from driver source tomorrow at four AM four AM PM. Make sure Steve gets there. Tell him to be there at three 30, just in case. Yeah. Load it up. You're at Wayne's by nine dyno done by midnight. Load it up. We'll head out Friday morning. I'll be out there with you. I mean, if, if I can, I will. If I can, I will. I mean, either way, I'd like I just to volunteer, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, you did. I would like to come up Thursday anyway because we kind of need to get on the road by 10 or so. Juan is going to be here. Yeah. I saw that. He's in my ethanol class. Guys, the ethanol <laughs> class is stacked. I mean, what? And then, and then I'm telling my wife about it, and she's like, well, we have a don't you want to be the best? She's like, can't, is there something else you can do to your car? I'm like, not really. Oh my God. And she goes, well, what about like a different car? And I was like, I don't think you, I don't think you understand what you're talking about financially. These words, I, I don't think they actually compete. <laughs> they don't mean what you think they mean. <laughs> I was like, it's not, it's not like, it's not like, oh, yeah, $4,800. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know what it'll cost to do a, uh, we've done a whole show on it. I know. I tried to tell her. I was like, "Don't you remember that we did the show?" It's... <laughs> nah, I'm I'm happy. Uh, you know, with our little slot in the Porsche world, I think you'll be very competitive with Juan. And uh, you know, if you can if you can be in the top top three, top four, that's great. I mean, I, well, I, I I don't know, right? And then like this is just whatever somebody puts as the power on their register. There, mm -hmm. it's not. I'm sure there's some underrating and overrating going on on those things too. Oh, there always is. Like like uh, Bobby Weege just signed up for the manual car class, and he's listing himself at 1,500 horsepower. But we also know that he's been in the low 190s. So yeah, well, yeah, that, that that's the thing. Like you you look at these some of these Mustang guys that come out, and they're like it makes 1450, 1500 to the wheels, and you're like, bro, you're running a 185. I mean, what's going well, on? That's... The struggle of the you know it's it's like this in anything. The struggle of actually getting the car down the track is a separate issue from how much power it makes. So I'm sure, you know, Bobby probably does make 1500 horsepower, but he's probably got it set for 900 to a thousand and he can't hook anymore or I mean, he's yeah. got it set higher and he's blowing tires off left and right. You know, I don't know. I haven't watched him this season, but you know, he was, he was fast last season, but you know, not necessarily uh, as fast as we would be with the same power, which is how we're, you know, comparing it. Yeah. And you know, one thing, uh, like when we had Roy on the podcast, I know you 
nobody's heard that yet, but uh, what, what did he say? He ran in his Camaro, like a 186 with like 900 to the wheels or something, which I thought was pretty, seemed like that made pretty good use of the power on a Camaro. Mm-hmm. I'm something must have knocked that out of my head since then. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, I think it was somewhere around there. Yeah, but I think, I think what, what I'm what I'm concerned about is I'm showing up to this super role. I was expecting to make a lot more power, but I mean, I don't think people have forgotten. I don't think the peasants have forgotten. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna eat. I'm gonna eat some peasants. That's for you sure. You might. You might eat some. Well, you know, at, we we were saying this amongst ourselves, but. There, there, there's three things going on here. First, somebody registers. Second, somebody shows up. Third, somebody's car actually does what they think it can do. And those are three different things. And if all three of those things happened for everybody on the same weekend, records would be broken every weekend. Yeah, and that doesn't always happen. And that uh, records in every class, right? Because every car would come out and, and put out amazing numbers. And it just doesn't happen. And it's especially it's the know. real high horsepower stuff, right? Like you see the car show up and they never make a pass or they make one pass and then that's that's done. Yeah. Well, you know, when your car has uh, really the only adjustment that you can make is tire pressure. It's pretty easy to get the car down the track, get it to do what you think it should do. The more knobs and dials and computers and interfaces and schwainerators that you add to it, uh, it just it becomes more complicated. That's the thing. I'm missing a schwainerator. Oh, yeah. That's a technical term. See if, I, see if Steve can put one in while he's working yeah. on it. Yeah. It's schwaino. You, yeah. think that, you think I can get that at O'Reilly's? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, you you, you got to contact a guy named Scott at Force Performance. Oh, Schwainerator. All right. Well, I know Black Betty's not going to make it. Juan said, "Oh, Black Betty's." That's what. That's one of the cars. Yeah, it's not making it. Well, I told Juan that I would put it on my trailer and and drive it up there for him if he gave me gas money. Oh yeah. It is but it I just a trailer issue? No, well, no, no. Trey, Trey has it. He's not done with it. Yeah. I think yeah. he's making mm-hmm. it new headers. Okay. Well, he yeah. called me like, where was I going? I was going somewhere. I think I was going to Houston, so it was week before last. I was going to the hockey tournament. I was smarter then. <laughs> and uh, uh, he called me and said, you know, he's going to try to bring both cars, but he didn't know how to get Black Betty up there. So I said, oh. well, I mean, I'm going. I was going to ride with Todd, but. Yeah, it's not a transportation thing. Trey's just not done with it. All right. Well, I got to jump off, but um, okay. I will keep you boys posted. So we were done. It was over. And, uh, you know, Taylor disconnected and, uh, you know, Todd and I were just sitting here talking about the secrets of the universe and Todd got a text from Mark at driver source. And what did it say? It said nothing. Only this one clip here. Pay attention. Here we go. Right. We have ignition. How about that? Nope. Oh. And, we, and we have a Steve foot. We have a Steve foot. I heard foot. a Steve voice too. Yep, that's how, I, that's how I know it was his foot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Progress. Uh, so okay. we, we might actually be two for three. And as anybody might say, two out of three ain't bad. Ain't bad. <laughs> We're batting 66%. So, uh, you got to get over to, to driver's source and uh, get in the car. Help them. Help them finish. I know. I'll, I will 
I will do whatever it takes. I actually right. might I might go ahead and hook up the trailer and bring it down there right now. <laughs> yep, let's get ready to go to Kansas. Well, if you Steve, get back tonight, you're going to come up here, right? Well, I'm not going to get it tonight because Steve has to put it on the dyno. He'll, he, he needs to run it in. Or he could say, let Wayne run it in. But I like the idea of letting Steve, Steve run it in. Just yeah. because that way Wayne can focus on the performance aspects yeah. of it. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Agreed. Okay. All right. Sorry to drag you guys back in, but I, that little piece of information was fun. That that is fun. That's fun. You're lucky I was still here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you were. I was like, man, Taylor's he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone. All right, boys. I'm excited. I will okay. see you guys All tomorrow right, night. I will see you tomorrow night, if not uh, Friday morning early. Okay. Sounds good. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to So You Think Your Car Is Fast podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also want to thank Redenzo Radar, redenzo.com slash BHT for discounts. Also want to thank Evo Spec Engine Development and Force Performance.